0: Hey, hey, welcome to Into the Roar Season 2. I am your host, Coach JJ, founder and ambassador athlete for Depression to Extinction. Sorry, just getting myself organized here. We are so, so excited to be here tonight. I'm excited to be here tonight. We have an amazing guest. Um, I can't even tell you. Oh, she's already jumping on. I'll get to you in just a second. Um, So excited. we have Miss Nora Allen joining us tonight, and uh, I, I just can't even tell you how excited I am. Um, we're gonna talk about passion. Uh, she's got some incredible stories. Her journey is is unbelievable. Uh, give me a quick second, y'all. I'm just gonna invite a couple of friends into the old into the Roar podcast. Hey, if you're on and uh, you want to share this with your timeline or a group that you think might get something out of this, um, please, please, please feel free to do that. Um, this is an open space, and we so much want to share Nora's journey with anyone who may uh, may want to hear it. It's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. All right, I, got, I think I got the folks I was hoping to pop on. I know a few of you had asked to remind you, and if I missed you, if you get me on replay, just go ahead and hashtag replay. But um, hey, Andrew. Hey, John. How are y'all? All right. Uh, I am so excited, y'all, to bring on to the show, Nora Allen. Uh, first, we're going to pay some bills. Even though we don't have any bills, so that's, what I, that's how I say it. I'm trying to get used to what we got to do for the Into the Roar radio show. Um, our unofficial sponsor for tonight is Soul Inserts. Um, we're actually going to be targeting you, Soul, to join the Ultra 50 Expedition. Um, because I can tell you, I found you at TRE last year in Austin, and your product works. It works really, really well, especially for people like me who pronate and who tend to need extra arch support. Um, these things are awesome. You put them in the oven at like 200 for 5 or 10 minutes, put them in your shoes, step in your shoes, put some weight on it, and it molds right to your feet. They're incredible. Um, I use them on every running Pairs, every pair of running shoes I've got. So anyways, unfiltered sponsor tonight is Soul Inserts. Soul, we will be reaching out to you and we'll definitely be tagging you in this episode. But a huge thank you to our friends at Prevail. Where did I put my Prevail? Oh no, it's right over here. Sorry guys, I'm a little bit of a hot mess tonight. We're under construction here and we're doing our best. Hey Shay. Um, so this stuff right here, is incredible. This is uh, Prevail Botanicals uh, topical. It's a CBD, um, and you rub it right directly onto your knees, your shins, your calves, your hip flexors. It's awesome. And um, uh, the the folks over at Prevail, Brock Cannon, the founder and CEO, um, thank you guys so much. They are donating um, a percentage of all their profits to DT to our mission. So. A huge thank you to you guys, and uh, we, we just appreciate your support so much. Uh, last little piece of news is, um, don't forget, be real, check in. Um, it's incredible how many people have joined in this uh, 30 by 30 challenge. I am on officially on thirty day 32, and a heavy, and... Um, I probably do it two or three times a day. Um, I haven't been doing as many lives. I'll be honest, I've had some, some rough patches the last uh, few days myself, um, but, uh, but I have used our online um, check-in and uh, something that I want to announce tonight, uh, and we'll talk about it actually a little bit later in the show, but look, I'm creating, like for myself, I'm creating check-in buddies, and that's just somebody that you can say, hey. I'm available to you if you need to check in, and um, and maybe they'll be available for you if you need to check in. It's really powerful to know that you can pick up the phone and have three, four, five, six people that you're able to just say, Hey, I need to check in. Are you available? And the person always being able to say, Yes, I am, or I, I, I can be in a couple hours, like honoring that space for both the person who goes through the check-in with you. Hey, Adrian, what's up, mate? and the person who needs to check in. Um, so I'm gonna encourage you all to find a check-in buddy and um, and sometimes going through the process I think is as powerful if not more powerful for both the person who needs to check in and the person who's doing the checking in. So it's a great opportunity for active listening um, and, and really practicing empathy. So anyways, check-in buddies, give it a shot drop some notes in the DDE ambassador, EDD ambassador page, sorry, I got the ambassadors on my brain, in our DDE uh, Facebook page, and our community page, to me directly, and we will definitely um, talk more about that and see how it goes. But uh, first, I'm going to bring on tonight's guest, I am so, hey Tim, I'm so excited, hold on, I got to bring her on. Um, We've chatted a lot already in the past, but uh, hey chat, what's going on brother, aloha. But uh, I am just beyond excited to, uh, where are you at, where are you? are you, and so you're like right on time. Okay, Nora, you have to be on your iPhone or iPad uh, or Android, and then also if you have earphones, that's really helpful because it will help with any feedback. Right now, it won't let me add you. I'm guessing you're probably logged on through your computer. Um, hey, Natasha. Hey, Dan. Good to see you guys. Welcome. Welcome. Um, my goodness, we have so many people here tonight. Thank you. Aloha, Chet. Yes. Hello, Chris Saunders. How are you, my dear? Um, as we're getting this worked out with Nora, she'll get on her um, her mobile device or her iOS and get her on real quick here. But um, I had a chance to talk with Nora. Um, we've talked a few times. We, we had a pre-show conversation. Uh, we could do two or three episodes. Um, we'll, we'll get as much in tonight as we can. But her story and her journey is it's just, it's empowering, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's contagious, you, you just find yourself wanting to hear more and wanting to, to get more, so I am so excited to bring her on, let me see if I was able to, uh, so Nora, I see you're on, I again can't add you if you're on a computer or um, you've got to be on like a, a phone uh, or a mobile device and as soon as i get you on that then i will be get the log off of your computer too or it won't let me send you the invite um, but i won't tell you too much about nora cuz i want her to 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 share but just some notes from our conversation today um we talked about balance and we talked about um the, the different races that she's been participating in we talked about the highs and the lows and it was just it was so refreshing to to connect with someone who, I don't know, kind of got me and kind of got where I'm coming from. I, I feel like I'm, for lack of a better word, I'm I'm socially awkward. Social anxiety disorder has definitely been uh, something I've struggled with most of my life. And um, that's all often led to depression. And uh, this check-in process has been a huge tool for me. But, but being able to connect with people that I feel safe and comfortable with has been Honestly, I think that's been probably the biggest gift. Well, movement, getting out and moving, running. Um, and Nora helped me sort of reframe the the idea of, uh, I think I say each week, I love that I hate to run or I hate that I love to run. I need to run. It's just part of who I am. So, um, anyways, there she is. I'm so excited. I'm about to bring her on right now. Nora, if you're watching, if you also feel sets, that will be amazing. It's adding you now, y'all. If you dropped off, tune back in because she's coming on right now. So excited. So excited. And here I am drinking a Coke, which I never drink, except I've been drinking a lot of it lately. Looks like it's trying to connect. And here we go. Can you see? Oh, still adding. I thought it said connecting. I was getting too excited. So if you're just tuning in, Nora Allen, um, a DD uh, ambassador athlete and just an all-around incredible human, is joining us on the Enter the World podcast tonight, and we're just getting her jumped on now. Um, and I'm thinking, hopefully, it's not my Wi-Fi connection. I'm looking good, Nora. So hopefully... It is going to bring you no answer from the video live. Let me try one more time. All right, Nora, I'm sending you the link now, and you should see something down in the lower right hand, left hand corner that says uh, you've been invited to come onto the camera or something to that effect. I always forget. But it should be right there, and you should be able to just click join the live, I think is what it says. The guest declined the video invitation. No, you can't decline me. You're my guest tonight. All right, and you're back to off. Well, we're having a couple of technical difficulties. We're going to keep working with it. Um, Nora, if you're on your computer, log completely off your computer. Get off on- your mobile device. So sorry, y'all. I should have walked through this earlier. Um, as far as... Uh, what's happening with dde just a couple of, of of announcements like our ambassador program is exploding if you are looking to to run your next race um for for an incredible mission uh, with incredible people um reach out reach out to one of our captains uh, jonathan darling uh, andrew thomas um and of course ali perry uh, you can reach out to me directly megan Self is also our ambassador program manager. Um, we're happy to let you know uh, how the program works, and we, we'd love to have you join. So, Nora, I'm still seeing you but not letting me add you. Oh, I'm so sorry, y'all. I don't know what's going on. Um, but it's it's incredible. It's an incredible opportunity. Um, and uh, so, anyways, I just want to encourage you guys. It's It's really been... After we chatted about this today as well, it's, been, um, it's changed my, my performance and I think my training because um, I feel like I'm training with a purpose now and it's been a huge, um, huge opportunity for me to to really engage um, more in my training and, and more with, with this community. So, All right, Nora, I still see you under the can't add your viewing You've gotta be viewing from some sort of device that's not an iOS device, perhaps, or or an Android or an iPhone or an iPad or a tablet. It's gotta be on a on a mobile app to bring you on to the live. There you are. Try again. I'm gonna add you. It's trying to add you right now. I'm so sorry, y'all. Here we go. And it's adding. There it
1: is. (laughs) Sorry about that.
0: You're good. You're good. Aloha. There we go. All right, getting
1: my headphones
0: in. Perfect. That's all right. You you gave me a chance to stall. I almost started going into my comedy bit. That would have (laughs) that would have lost our entire audience. So I'm glad I didn't have to do that. You there? All right. Yes. There she is. Hello. Hello. Finally. How are you? I'm
1: good. How are you?
0: I am good. I'm so good. I um (laughs) we got off of our pre-show call today and I was just I wrote like six pages of notes. Like everything was just it's that thing coach says, we're all students, we're all, you know, teachers. The wisdom is knowing when to be which one, and it was awesome to be a student with you today because Uh, How are we going to get it all in one show? You're going to have to come onto the the radio show and and we can go a little further with it. But um, we're going to get into who you are for people who don't know who you are. But first, like to start with the fast five. So it's just a little fun thing we do to sort of just get an idea of who you kind of are. So I'm going to give you two things to choose. You choose the one that relates most to you in this moment, all right? Sure. All right, fast five. Thanksgiving dinner, Christmas dinner.
1: Hmm. I guess I'm more of a Thanksgiving person because I love fall. I love all the stuff that's in season during the fall. So I don't eat meat, but um, definitely like the roast of Brussels sprouts and things like Stuffing that. Stuffing
0: and potatoes It's so good. There you go. There you so go. good little green beans. All right. Cliff diving, oh, yeah.
1: skydiving. Probably cliff diving. I like my feet on the ground momentarily until obviously you jump, yeah. but I'd be more of a cliff diver. All right,
0: you a puppy person or a kitten person?
1: Ooh, you're asking the hard one. Everyone who knows me would say kitten because I, I am a cat lady, but I, I do saw. love dogs as well. <laughs> I am a cat lady, but I do love dogs too. So if I had to, had to, had to, I'd probably go kittens. All
0: right. Selfie or photobomb?
1: Oh, photobomb. Yeah. Way more fun. Way <laughs> so more, fun. more
0: fun. And you know it's always going to come. I'm going to go because I saw something amazing on your feed. It looked like a, a, a yiddo y- or a gyro, but uh, yiddo or, or taco?
1: Oh, tacos.
0: That's my girl. That's what tacos. I wanted you to hear. You know it's got to be
1: tacos. That's what I wanted to hear. got to be well, tacos.
0: Listen, that was the fast five, Thanksgiving dinner, cliff diving, kitten lover, photo bomber with a taco in her hand. You can't get better than that. So listen, thank you so much for being on tonight. Um,
1: thank you for having me.
0: You are so welcome. So. Who is, who is Nora Allen? For those of us who don't know, tell a little about your story.
1: Oh, it's interesting. Um, I'm a Connecticut native. I grew up in Fairfield County. Um, pretty good family. Uh, you know, good life. But um, yeah. I've struggled with mental health, which I've been pretty open about between depression and anxiety and OCD and the challenges that come with it. And mm-hmm. just being desperate to find something to kind of give you that calm, to kind of give you that peace, to kind of get you through Um, You know, I struggled with self-harm when I was younger, and then Mm. eventually it became alcohol. Alcohol was easy. It was accessible. Um, But one thing that was pretty consistent my entire life has always been being active. My dad got me into soccer as soon as I could walk, I think.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: I played basketball. I played field hockey. I loved field hockey. Um, But when I went off to college was when I really started getting into running. And really, that was... um, when I was able to stay sober when I was really at my best in college was always be always be when I was in cross country season um and actually I think my i think it must have been in two thousand eight I ran my first half marathon um my first two half marathons, and that's when I kind of caught the distance bug and since yeah, that it, time it, it bites you, doesn't it oh it does it does so that's that's been a huge journey for me um you know finding sobriety, finding mental health yeah um you know, as you grow, the relationships you're in grow as well. Like as you get healthier, you can attract healthier and you can be a healthier person in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I eventually found CrossFit, which has been amazing too. Oh, Hashtag yeah. lift heavy. I love that. Yes. Um, so yeah, it's been, it's been a whole journey, but running has been, you know, that, that good friend that I've always had to turn to being active, um, you know, just that sounding board, that calm and that healthy kind of, Thing that I can hang on to.
0: Yeah, I, I really honor that. And, you know, it, it, it always fascinates me as I, as I, as I get closer relationships with, with other people who have started to talk about, oh, I'm so tired of the, even the words depression or anxiety. I, yeah. I, I'm wanting to get, and we talked about this, I'm wanting to get deeper with people into what you know, what's the causes, what's the trauma, what's the feeling, is it shame or is it guilt yeah. or is it pain? But But regardless... Like, how do you, like, how, when you, when you fall into that darkness, what do you do to sort of get back to the light? Like, I mean, running, obviously, maybe one thing, but what, what are some other ways that you kind of find your way back?
1: One of the most tremendous things for me, um, and sometimes the hardest when you're in the thick of a depression, is reaching out, though, and using other people, and D2E has that awesome tool the check-ins which is a great way to honestly check in where am i at can i put a number on this feeling can i come up with an affirmation um it's that simple little act of saying hey i need help i'm struggling you know i'm feeling or i can't even label what i'm feeling but i know it's overwhelming and i know i can't do this alone and mm-hmm. the thing that i've learned in time is we have this kind of stigma in our society sometimes to ask for help it's weakness and if anything, it's strength and you're sharing strength because you're allowing someone else the opportunity to be of service to you. You're allowing somebody else, you know, as we were saying earlier, um, sometimes you get more out of helping someone else than being helped. Yeah. So it's, yeah. you know, someone had said to me, it's, it's not selfish to ask, or it's selfish not to ask for help. Um, and sometimes you don't even need to know what to say. All you need to do is to listen. People need to be heard. People need to be seen, to be validated, um, to be affirmed um, yeah. in what they're experiencing and what they're going through. And that's where the healing starts is when, you know, illness goes to wellness is when I goes to we, when we come together.
0: Uh, okay, I'm going to have to have you drop that in the comments. That's amazing. <laughs> and I and I love and I really love that you shared that, that idea of reaching out, right? So, look, I've, I've done this check and I, I, I created it. As sort of an ad hoc of something I'd learned when I was in rehab, and um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the meadows teaches you, you know, to sort of self-regulate a little bit, to self-identify with, you know, but there it's more around like self-harm or or suicide or you know, and and I I wanted to go a little bit a little bit deeper in the sense of like. What am I feeling like? What am and when we first started doing it, it was like seven feelings. and It was fourteen feelings. And it was and we narrowed it through doing it with so many people. We narrowed it down to these kind of ten core emotions. And yeah, fear and guilt—they look a lot alike. They're not the same, but man, they can be really confusing. So can fear and worry. But when we reach out to someone, and someone says, "Hey, I'm available," um, I mean, I I, I do twelve step program, and so I know that there's an opportunity to share at a meeting, you know? And that that's valuable. Mm-hmm. That's really valuable to me. Definitely. That is something I, that was something I, I really wanted to include in this check-in process. And it's true. It's hard to put a number on a feeling sometimes. So when you even have to stop and think about it, you're immediately focused on that present moment. Our, our minds work yeah. in the present moment. So when someone says, where are you with anger? As soon as I go, I can't hold, I can't, feel anger and love at the same time. I can hold them in the same space. I'm learning that I can hold them in the same space. But when you say, where are you with anger? I have to bring my focus to anger in that moment. And by rating it, for me at least, and I'd love to hear your thought, it no longer makes it good or bad. It just makes it a feeling.
1: I love that because I think when we start labeling emotions as good or bad, it becomes a matter of trying to avoid what you're feeling. And to avoid what you're feeling is not healthy, um, to not acknowledge it. Because in struggling with anxiety, I remember before I'd gotten help, before I really had the, the courage and even just the knowledge, because I started dealing with it as a young age, it was, I can't feel this way. It's a bad feeling. It's a scary feeling. I can't feel this. I can't feel this. I can't feel this. It's just like, if someone says to you, don't think about bananas, what are you going to think about bananas? It's, yes. it's not, yeah. it's not a way to, to process it. It's on a way to deal with it. So it's saying, okay, I have fear, but I am not fear. This is where my fear is at. Like my feelings aren't facts, but they are what I'm experiencing and they're what is right now. Yes. And like you said, to, 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 to evaluate it. And I think it's, it's also tremendously helpful to kind of have that record over time to check in and say, you know what, my fear might be an eight today, but it was a mm-hmm. nine- it was a nine earlier today. So I'm making progress and I'm moving forward and I'm finding, um, I'm finding relief here.
0: Well, and I love that because like, it's so funny. There are so many people that like, I know from my own experience, I'll stick with I statements. I know in, in a check-in I can be at a nine at anger. And by the time mm-hmm. I've gone through the process, if I were to go back real quick and just go through them, scan them, I'm probably at a five or a six often, not always, but often just acknowledging anger celebrating joy really just sort of seeing gratitude as this as this opportunity to love i you know i don't know it's, it's been it's been a great it's been a great tool for me my nine-year-old uses it uh my 17 my 13 year old like yeah our kids are using it and it's a whole new way of communicating
1: i've i've found that with working with various mentors for example in 12-step programs that it's tremendously helpful to just identify emotions um and someone had told me early on that when you share your problem it's if you can be like a tightly tightly highly inflamed tire and it's like you let some of the air out you cut your problems in half you diffuse and what i think you by giving this gift to your children is tremendous we're not taught to do these things early on and you think about a kid crying in the grocery store and it's like come on be quiet basically kind of shutting down the emotion instead of saying what's wrong are you scared are you upset what are you feeling you know we don't we don't ask people what we're feeling feelings become this forbidden thing and um i actually minored in gender studies when i was in college and i was studying a lot of different things about emotions and how you know there's just that toxic like we also have a double double double-edged sword that women are too emotional and that it's not always safe for a man to experience emotions and both of those statements are Completely wrong and False. completely damaging. Yeah. Completely damaging when you don't allow someone to to experience, to process their feelings in the moment, and to deal with them. You know what you refuse to uh, what you refuse to confront will persist. You well, know, if you don't ever deal with that anger, it's just it's it becomes buried and toxic.
0: Well, listen, men, I'm talking to you because honestly, I, I grew up in a "Don't cry, stop crying." Um, guess what? Those are called little T's. Those are called little traumas. There's three types of traumas, big trauma, little trauma, and attachment trauma. Those little T's can add up and it can be so much harder and so much more damaging, especially to a man. Don't be afraid. Don't be, you know, blank. You know, women are depressed. Men just work and do their job. Like, no, no, no. That that That's got to stop. And I think that's, for me, I think that's why this check-in process has been valuable with my boys because it, it. I didn't. I wasn't a very good model early on in their life, and they were really honest with me about that. But I've I've woken up. I've met my inner child, and now I've started to heal some of those traumas, and I'm a different human. And my boys will call me and check in with me, and so. Okay, I want to pivot because we could talk about trauma, okay. and we're, we're going to have okay. so many so many more of these conversations, but. So passion came up a lot, and and I see it in your posts. And every time we talk, I just I'm ready to go run or go lift. Um, What drives that passion? What are you passionate about?
1: It's from I think from having been at a place where you know I was the Walking Dead, where I was just a shell of a person, you know, just consumed with fear and anxiety and depression and just all these overwhelming emotions and just trying to trying to survive and now getting to a place of thriving, it's like, it's that act of, it's being truly alive. I mean, there's something so raw and so intensely powerful about, you know, your body being physically active, about picking up that heavy weight, about putting one foot in front of the other on a trail, on a road, um, you know, just, just challenging yourself, just, you know, feeling your breathing, your whole body, your muscles, your energy, your thoughts, like, it's, to me, it's a form of meditation. I'm a big, a big proponent of meditation, but I think when you know, you're doing this, it becomes about the breath too. And the breath is just the most fundamental thing. When I was learning about um, you know, different strategies to cope with anxiety, one of the things they really talked about was focus on the breath. Focus yeah. on the breath. Focus on your breathing. And breathing is a huge part of running. Breathing is a huge part of lifting. I was, I was amazed to learn that when I started CrossFit and you know, going for those heavy lifts. And my coach had just said you know, about timing your breath and using that to really kind of fuel. Um, so that's a big component of it. But there's, there's the endorphins. There's the joy. And it's, it, sounds, um, it sounds almost impossible. It sounds insurmountable. You know, when you talk to someone who's depressed and you say, yeah, go for a run, go put your shoes on and go for a run when it's it's hard enough, like we said earlier, to even get off the couch. I'm, right. I'm also um, I've also dealt with, like I said, the agoraphobia, having a hard time even leaving my house. And it started small. It started with, OK, you know what, I'm going to go for a walk or a run around the block. Yeah. And it built. And I and you know there's always that self doubt that sometimes creeps up like man am I really gonna run 20 miles today? Am I really gonna run 10? Am I gonna even run three on some days? And yeah. it's that first 400 meters, maybe that first mile, but once you get into it, it becomes natural and you just start to go. And that feeling, that feeling is pretty addictive. That feeling of just accomplishment, that feeling of getting out there, even when you don't feel like it, and knowing that you always leave feeling stronger. You always leave. Feeling that relief and that peace, you know, it's like that check-in. It's like a, a physical check-in, and your emotions just you get to that place of calm.
0: I love that because running is meditative, right? And so everything starts with the breath. Life starts with the breath. Everything starts with the breath. We can lower our heart rate significantly by taking, you know, doing box breathing or taping you know, focusing on belly breathing. Um, there's studies that are showing that you can, you know calm the parasympathetic nervous system just by breathing and then you add the movement and if you're breathing well and you're moving well so now you've done two of the three most holistic ways to to manage or to at least support your treatment plan for depression or anxiety or whatever it might be and the check-in gives you two of them present being present is almost meditative in that human connection so it's a, it's kind of a great little process. I've done check-ins on my runs. Um, I'll call oh. a check-in buddy, which is something we're you know kind of toying with with some friends in the community. And I'll tell you, Jonathan Darling has pulled me out of more runs that I couldn't think I could get two, two more steps. And it was just yeah. like, he's like, all right, bro, check in. Let's check in. And I'm like, I don't want to check in. I just want a pity party. He goes, okay, well, I'm here when you want to check in. And then eventually I always end up checking in. And I'm telling you, I swear, within five or ten minutes, I'm like, I'm good. And I find that. I find that. I got through that low. I got out of that darkness, and I found that groove again. So we said it, relentless forward progress. We were talking about yeah. it earlier. Yeah. All
1: right.
0: I need to, I need to move on. But I, you got to tell everyone about the New York City Marathon story. I, oh, I just, my we, gosh. We can't, we can't <laughs> not. I mean, I, I'm a huge fan of Meb's. But I just, this story is too cool.
1: Yeah, and a lot of my good friends and my family know about last year what happened. I had had this dream of always running the New York City Marathon. Um, I volunteered as a kid with my dad growing up. And so I had said to my fiance, I said, this is going to be the year I'm going to run New York. I can feel it. I entered the lottery, you know, trying to make that happen for myself. And it didn't. But, you know, I caught this ad on Facebook about being Meb's final marathoner that New York mm-hmm. Roadrunners was putting on. entered the contest and... To my surprise i won you know i told my story i <laughs> wow. talked about the struggles with mental health and how running has been a tremendous um a tremendous way for me to to heal to cope to get through the day to day and i won this contest and i got to run new york and you know the the storybook ending would be that oh i pr and i ran this amazing race and meb was there at the finish and that wasn't the story of the day and you know we talked about how um, sometimes your best race isn't your fastest race. Sometimes yeah. it's about the experience and we know how running can be so transformative. Um, and that was the case for New York. I was running with my good friend, Brendan, if you're watching, if you tune in, hey, Brendan. Um, he had gotten into the lottery and um, we got to, I'd say about mile 16, mile 18. And all of a sudden I felt, man, I can't even describe how incredibly sick I felt, how weak I felt. I was just having terrible aches all over my body you know, it was hard for me to even walk. Mm. Um later, I think in retrospect, there might have been some mild rhabdo going on. I had been sick the week before. Um so oh, that's i That's right. You walking. had a bronchial doing... infection or something, right? No, that was the ultra. That's oh, another that ultra. story. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's <laughs> I, right I've got right. a knack for getting sick before big races, but I uh yeah, so I, I had to do like a walk run, a walk run mm.
0: through the last
1: six miles, even borrowing someone's hoodie. Um but I finished and in many ways, yes, it's New York, it's prestigious, it's powerful. It doesn't matter how fast or how slow you run it. The fact that you're in New York, you're doing the race, you're there. They say New York will move you, New York will change you. And all that is true. But for me, the real victory was the mental health victory. There was the challenge of pushing through, you know, the wilderness of discomfort. There was the pushing through um, the mental barriers because I think I physically had broken down, but there was still something in me mentally. I still had that juice in the can to tell me, you're going to finish. You will finish this race, and it will be worth it. And it was worth every minute. It was an emotional, an emotional moment for me that I crossed that finish line, that I got there. And I, I hope, I pray that someday maybe my journey will take me back to New York, and I'll get to have um, another shot. New York and I are not finished.
0: Yeah. But
1: um, it was a transformative experience. It was my slowest marathon, but it's still my most powerful. Mm. It's knowing for somebody who was agoraphobic, who could barely make it around the block, right. can run those last six miles in
0: over with, bridges, right?
1: Over bridges. Yeah, yeah I, I had a tough time with bridges at one point in my anxiety. And, you know, it's, it's an interesting thing dealing with phobias and OCD. But um, running over the Verrazano Bridge to Verrazano, kick it off had given right. me this just tremendous, tremendous. Power and one of the things to me, I, I believe there's no coincidence is, is I had made, um, I always make like a vision board. And two years ago, I had put a picture from Runner's World of the runners going over the Verrazano Bridge in New York City
0: That's amazing. during the
1: during the marathon, and it happened. So I'm just, I'm just excited. You know, I think there's something so powerful about having a vision and having a desire to to make it happen. Um, no matter what happens. And we see so many stories of that, you know, and that's what, that's what happens in community. That's what happens yeah. when we come together. That journey to New York, I could not have done it alone. And I most certainly could not have finished were it not for all the people who supported me and carried me, um, you know, mentally, physically, emotionally during this whole journey. Um, yeah. We don't, you know, this growth doesn't happen in a vacuum.
0: No, no, and we call those divine appointments. Oh Yeah, I, yeah those oh, yeah. coincidences. I just don't, I don't know. I feel like when I now look for a divine appointment, I can find them almost every day. So, Definitely. Um, okay, something else. And then we're going to get into the very last question before we run into the roar. I love this quote. Um, you, you said two things to me, but I want to touch on this one. You said, sometimes it's about restructuring your goals. What do you mean by oh, that?
1: Oh, yeah. That's, I think that goes back to one of the other things we talked about earlier too is with the self compassion, is with, you know, self care and patience and just honoring yourself. And sometimes it means like when I was running New York, up until my eighteen, team, we were doing great. We were having fun. Yeah. We were at a great pace. And it stopped being about, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna get finish in X amount of time. It's okay, my goal right now is to finish and that's okay. You know, there are those days where, you know. Doing a competing in endurance sport, you know, even just doing it as fun and as a hobby is, is a pretty intense undertaking. Um, it's very, very time consuming. Just ask either of our our sponsor (laughs) or our our spouses or our families. It's, it's a big commitment. And, um, sometimes, you know, you get thrown off. Sometimes an injury comes. Sometimes life happens and. You know, you just have to be flexible with it. I, um, I had planned to run a 50K actually this Sunday, um, and I was having some health problems back in September, um, and my training got, and as a result, I had to restructure my goals. I said, okay, I'm not going to be running a 50K this November. I'm going to focus on CrossFit. I'm going to focus on maybe doing some trail running over the yeah. next coming month. And it's, it's where that compassion comes in, remembering that you're a human, not a machine. And you know, being too rigid with your goals, being too rigid with your routine and your structure, you can miss out a lot on life. You can miss out a lot on that spontaneity, those, those divine moments, those God moments when um, things happen for you and they happen far better than what you planned.
0: Yes, 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 yes. Honor that so much. All right, last question. It's always the one I like to ask at the end, uh, and then we lead right into the roar. We'll do a B real check in live here. Great. Nora, what, what's your biggest fear?
1: <laughs> I've conquered a lot of them. I had a fear of flying, and I went to Ireland, which is beyond my wildest dreams. Wow. Um, you know, being afraid of the bridges, um, dealing with heartbreak, dealing with loss. You know, I I do think one of my biggest fears, and I was talking to a girlfriend about this earlier, you know, is in some ways there's that lingering fear of, you know, the return of like the thick of mental illness, you know, Mm. really, a really bad depressive or agoraphobic episode. Um, But once you've kind of hit the bottom of it, which I had where I needed to get help and I need to get treatment, you learn that you know, this won't kill me, this will be uncomfortable, this will be difficult, this will be challenging, but it won't kill me, Yeah, it won't kill me, you know, and that's, that's I recognize that the fear is there and it's a healthy fear, because it's, it's a reality, but um, at the same time, I recognize that there's hope on the other side, there's, there's something else beyond it, so while that is a fear and it is a reality, it doesn't own me and consume me like it used to, and I think for that reason, you know, it kind of helps me maintain a lot of that balance as far as mental health goes. Because I'm not trying so actively to live in a place of avoiding illness, but rather cultivating wellness.
0: Yeah. In turn, I get yeah. better health. Yeah. Yes, and balance. Well, listen, you know the story of the lions, the young lions chase the gazelles out into the, into the safari. Yes. And the big lions kind of hang low because they're not going to really chase after anything. And all that gazelle has to do when the big lions jump up and roars, just keep running. And they don't, and they get slaughtered. We're not going to get slaughtered. We're going to run into the roar, and we're going to do the Be Real check-in, the DD Emotional check-in. For anyone who's tuning in that's not familiar with it, I'm just going to go through the rules of engagement. Um, we check in on our 10 core emotions, anger, fear, worry, pain, joy, passion, love, gratitude. And then the last two, I always say, look the same, not the same, shame and guilt. Leave a little space for anything that came up during that check-in that you want to touch on, any emotion you may want to go deeper with, and we always, always, always end with a positive affirmation. We encourage an I am statement because it allows our brain to focus on a present affirmation as opposed to I can or I will, Um, and uh, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a therapist, I'm not a counselor. Um, I am a human that is here and available to walk with you through this process and honored to, so... What, uh, whatever your present moment looks like, I always say look at a watch or a calendar. For me, it's 36 hours, enough time to hopefully run 100 miles. Um, but whatever it is yeah. for you, find that moment, breathe into it, and when you are ready, I will begin. You will begin.
1: I'm ready.
0: All right. Ten, space, cherry on top. First emotion is anger.
1: Anger. Probably a two. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Uh, how about fear? Four.
1: Four. Four. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And worry?
1: Four. Yeah.
0: And in this moment, uh, pain, emotional, spiritual, physical, any pain? Three. Yeah. Thank you. How about joy in this moment? Eight. Eight? Eight. Yeah, I see that. Thank you.
1: Yeah. And passion? Nine. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Thanks. Love? Nine. Nine. Got it. And gratitude in this moment.
1: Nine.
0: Yeah. What's um? What's one thing you're grateful for today?
1: I'm grateful for my health, physical, mm. emotional, mental, because it's something that you know, I've I've been in danger with in multitude of times. You know, be it the anxiety, be it you know um, this recent health issue I was having, um, and the, not knowing what the outcome would be. I'm grateful that I'm healthy. I'm grateful that, you know, I can put one foot in front of the other and that I can move forward, whether it's physically, mentally, emotionally. I have my health and I have those tools to do so.
0: Yeah. Honor that. Thank you. And the last two look alike, not the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, shame. Mm-hmm.
1: Shame. Three. Yeah. Three.
0: Yeah. And the last one would be guilt. Two. Two. And then a little space here uh, for anything else you want to share about your story. Your story absolutely matters. Any of those feelings you wanted to talk more about, this uh, this space is here.
1: Um. I think the passion is a big one. You know, I, I was saying how grateful I am today that we had this conversation. I'm having this opportunity today because it's, it's bringing me back. You know, I've hit this little bit of a lull with things between health challenges, and yeah. I'm feeling that passion. I'm feeling that energizing. That's what happens when we come together, when we share together. Um, we just motivate each other so much. We encourage each other so much, and it, it reignites that passion, you know, when we come together and we share. Yeah. Yep. Grateful for that.
0: Yes, I get that. And uh, a little, a little cherry on top. Everything's a tacos and ice cream with me. I know you're a dietitian and a nutritionist, <laughs> so I'm probably getting in trouble. But ice cream's good.
1: Everything in moderation. Including Everything moderation. in moderation.
0: Um, a positive affirmation, and I and in this community will affirm
1: you. I am making progress. I am where I'm supposed to be in this moment.
0: Ugh, yes, you are making progress. Yes, you are exactly where you're supposed to be in this moment. One more time.
1: I am making progress. I am exactly where I'm supposed to be in this moment.
0: Yes, you are. And Shorty doo age nine would say, Nora,
1: one more time. I am making progress. And I am exactly where I am supposed to be in
0: this moment yes you are thank you so much honor you so much oh my gosh okay so we could go on and on y'all honestly we touched on like a fifth of this amazing call earlier today how can people connect with you Nora? can people connect with you um through social what's the best way are you available and i'm sure people would love to hear more about you
1: Facebook is a great medium. Just message me here. That's my, my primary mode. Um, and I talk about it openly. I feel like, you know, other platforms for me have been challenges as far as things go with self-comparison, you know, and some people have those problems with Facebook. Facebook's one for me that's generally pretty, pretty positive, you know, getting to do things like connecting with DTE and the other ambassador athletes. So, yeah, if you want to talk, if you're inspired, if you're struggling, please, please reach out to me. I'm here. You know, we are community.
0: Yes, we are one big ohana. And uh, y'all, I'll end with this. Um, you hear me say it just about every day. Sorry, I dropped some notes. But uh, look, let's be gentle with ourselves because I know Amen. I find that allows me to be gentle with others. So, so, so grateful for you to be on the show tonight. And yeah. um, any, any, any races? So you've got the spring 50K you're doing, I think you told me.
1: I got a planned one. I, uh, yeah. As we were talking about earlier, I'm quite blessed to have a few engagements coming up, um, including my own wedding next yeah. year in 2019, the big comeback year. So I do have a CrossFit competition with a good friend. Hey, Justin, on November 17th, that's my next goal at this moment. Um, but yeah, I'm looking to pick up some races, You know, talking about Thanksgiving with my friend Alex, Yeah. Um, maybe doing a nice little trail race yeah. Keeping it fun, getting back to the basics, getting back to fun. Sometimes you have to switch out of the, the competitive push and go back to just the joy and the bliss. Not yeah. that that is exclusive of the competitive moments, but, you know, it's with that balance that we talked about earlier and cycling, cycling between, um, you know, the more intense moments and the moments of more peace and bliss and flow.
0: Yes, and maybe I can get you to run with me in Connecticut when I come in on May oh. 12th
1: or 14th. I'm going to put that on my calendar. I'm okay. going to put that on my calendar. We will make it happen.
0: That's awesome. Okay, I got to ask one last question before we go.
1: Sure, sure. Sox
0: we... or Yankees?
1: Yankees. I am from the edge Gosh. of the state. I am from the edge of the state. I am from Fairfield County. Oh, we are Giants. We are Rangers. We are Where's Yankees.
0: your state tried to steal our Patriots and bring them to Connecticut? Hats or Giants? The... You said Giants. No, oh, Giants. Giants all the way. Oh, and you guys took two championships on her fingertips both times. Yeah. All right. Well, well, still... well we're getting
1: our and right now.
0: Yeah, well, I still <laughs> love you, and thank you so much. Um,
1: thank you. Love you too, JJ. Happy birthday. Thank you very you much. Happy birthday
0: on Sunday. And listen, y'all connect with her. She's amazing. Everyone have thank an you. awesome, awesome evening. And uh, Nora Allen and Coach JJ are out.
1: Thank you so much. <laughs>
0: I never find, oh, there it is.